Hi, I'm Mary Colbert. Welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Podcast. And hey, I'm Dr. Colbert. And today we're going to be talking about urinary tract infections. Why are we going to be talking about this? Because folks, let me just tell you something. This is a really amazing information. Do not turn this off because you're going to learn a lot of things that you, it may save your life, may save your grandmother's life. It may save your mother's life because this is very, very important. There's a lot of people from nursing homes that are dying from urinary tract but, infections. No, what's happening, they're getting kidney infections or sepsis, and then they're just dying. But it starts dying. with the urinary Yes, it's, yeah. and it's something that's easily prevented, easily prevented. We're going to tell you how easy this is, and usually with natural means, and the most important is just enough water. We're going to go into all the, the factors of why, but the, the information that you're going to get from this podcast, please share it with others because Don has spent a lot of time in research and information, and you need to tell people about the podcast. Tell them to listen. This is free. It doesn't cost them anything, and they're getting Dr. Colbert's advice and direction. So be generous in giving the information to other people. And I want to kind of set the stage a little bit, Don, before you get into all this. Don's mother came close to death this past year. As a matter of fact, his brother left his job to stay home to take care of Don's mother. She got severely sick. She got very, very sick and became very lethargic. She um, became septic. Actually. Septic. And then we found that out, that that's what was wrong. But basically, we thought she was dying. I flew out there to Mississippi, which is where she lives, because I went out thinking we're going to be doing a funeral and Don was having to see patients. I get there and I mean she is comatose, not awake or anything. Not eating, not drinking, nothing. And she had been like this for nine days. Now she's eighty six years old. Let me kind of paint the picture. Okay. My mom had a major hip fracture a couple of years ago during COVID and never was able to get full rehabilitation and physical therapy. So she's kind of she can walk with the help of a walker, but she can't walk a lot. Plus, she's had diabetes for years. Why? Because my mom has a sweet tooth. I tried to pull that sweet tooth years ago. No, just joking. But I tried to get her off the sugars. But some people are addicted, and they have to have a little sugar after every meal. So, again, that in turn caused some uh, memory issues when some early to mild dementia. But what happened is my mother started getting recurrent urinary tract infections. These urinary tract infections were treated by her doctor with antibiotics. But what happened, she started having them every month. And they would wait until it become literally severe, severe. Okay, and the reason for this, folks, is because, and this is where you want to make a mental note, when you have an elderly person who's starting to wear Depends or the type of diapers, what happens is they urinate in the diapers and then that becomes an infection. I mean, well, they're, breeding they're, grounds for an infection. It breeds major bacteria. And so, because of all the other conditions that's going on, this is rampant in nursing homes, Don. That's exactly. why I'm really. Uh, and they're not drinking about, enough water. Right, for painting this picture because it's not necessary for them to die. Exactly right. It's amazing. Exactly. So, so let's go. But anyway, what happened is. 
my mother developed sepsis, and literally she was checking out. She And you want to tell the story because you arrived first. Exactly. And she was literally comatose. They were laying. They were just waiting for her to die. Right. Hospice had come in, and they were just waiting for her to die. Don knew that she, you know, he said, do a urinary. I want you to do a urinary a culture, culture on her, and right. let's see what the culture is, and tell the nurse to give her this injection. Well, first of all, they said, well, the hot, the doctor taking care of her will only do one thing. She can either get the strong sh- injection or she can get a culture. And I said, give her the injection. I knew she needed it, yeah. and they wouldn't do both. So she I said, was, my hands were crashing. tied. She was crashing. And so uh, I said, give her the injection of recifin now and then give it to her tomorrow. Well, they did that, and then you arrived on Monday or yeah, Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I arrived and I told Don, I said, Don, because she was completely comatose and his brother was really beside himself. He knew his mom was dying. There was nothing they could do. And so I had him leave and I would wake her up and make her drink water. And she was drinking water as fast as I could give it to her. So when the brother came back later... I showed him how much water she drank. He couldn't believe it. He goes, she refuses to drink water, Mary. How'd you get her to drink water? And I, he goes, she'll only drink tea. Mom never drinks water. I said, Dan, you can't give her tea. That dehydrates her. You have to give her water, pure water. He's giving her tea. Yes, and tea, has, tea. A, has caffeine, which has diuretic effects. Right. I said, that is working against what we're trying to do. So it was amazing to see, and then the next morning, she's still comatose, so she was still was out. And the nurse, the hospice nurse, they were all preparing for her last hours of Now, death. this was in February. This yeah. was a few months ago. And they were like, you know, and I told Don, I said, I don't know, Don. Merritt always already called the whole family, preparing for the funeral yeah. and everything. I said, Don, I don't know that your mom will still be alive when you get here Thursday. I you know, here this great woman of faith, but yet I could not see it because I said, "Mary, read your book again." <laughs> <laughs> no, because Mary, I said, "Yeah, but this looks really bad." And um, so, anyway, I was sitting by her bed that evening before Don arrived, and she's laying there, and she, I thought she's out. <laughs> and I said to her, I "She said, wasn't talking or anything. No, nothing. Nothing. Lips parched, dry." Uh-huh, mm-hmm. And I sat there and I said. Mrs. Colbert, because I address her as Mrs. Colbert, we're from the South, and that's just kind of our proper way of addressing our elders. And I said, uh, Mrs. Colbert, um, are you ready to meet Jesus? And all of a sudden, her eyes popped open, (laughs) and she looked at me and went, no! Just like that. Now, my mom is born again. <laughs> She's born again, but I she was, was not ready to go. <laughs> I wanted to paint the picture. It knocked me back into my chair, and I started laughing. I was like, okay, okay, then you need to do some things. You got to do some things. Gotta you got to drink water. Do. Yes. If you're not ready to go, then let's get going, you know, here. And so, anyway, I made her drink some protein shake, and then I started making her drink more liquids. <clears throat> Now, she wasn't able to eat or drink anything, wasn't able to take her antibiotic or anything. So by the next morning, as Dawn's on a plane headed that way, she sat up in bed and she's hungry. And it's like, huh? She (laughs) came alive. She came back. But she, it was the antibiotic 
you know, it was and the, the water, antibiotic. Absolutely. And I believe it was the shock of when right. she heard me say, are you ready to meet Jesus? No, you're at the point of death, Mrs. Colbert. You're getting ready to leave. You better fight. In other you words, better you fight. better fight this. That's exactly, exactly. right. Exactly. you got to fight. And we're happy to report she is doing wonderful. Amazing. And uh, it, it, I can't tell you, folks. Full recovery, gained all her weight back. Yeah. She hadn't eaten for almost, no, for 10 days or two nothing. weeks. Had lost like. 10, 15 pounds, and So why are we saying all this? It started with a urinary tract infection, folks, because she has to be in Depends. She's in these adult diapers. And, folks, a lot of people are dying unnecessarily. Especially in nursing this, homes. In exactly. nursing homes from this one ignored issue. It starts with a bladder infection, then it goes into either sepsis or a kidney infection, and then that's it. That's it. They just let them go on. And I know people are listening to this podcast right now going, yeah, that was my mom. Yeah, so that was let me my tell grandmother. You, let me tell you what we've done since then to prevent this. Now, first right. of all, we give her water, lots of water every day. Second of all, we don't let her sit in the dirty depends. Third, what we do is uh, we were putting her on antibiotics we, uh, her doctor back in Mississippi had her on an antibiotic one a day. She became resistant to that antibiotic, and so the antibiotic wasn't working. So every month she was getting a bladder infection. So I said, okay, let's start checking her urinalysis and her urine culture every month. Started doing it, and I said, let's put her on this special acidifying medicine that makes the urine acidic. It's not an antibiotic. It's an acidifying medication called methemum. Methenamine, M-E-T-H-E-N-A-M-I-N-E, hippurate, H-I-P-P-U-R-A-T-E. It's a urine acidifying agent that works like an antiseptic, acidifies the urine and kills bacteria. Absolutely amazing how it works. The dose is a gram twice a day. I said, no, that's too much for my mom. She only weighs 95 pounds. So we had the pharmacist put it in a uh, 500 or cut it in half to 500 milligrams twice a day. And we, I gave it with vitamin C, ascorbic acid, 500 milligrams twice a day. So together, they acidify the urine, but too much methamphetamine, hippurate, can sometimes cause bleeding in the bladder or irritation in the bladder. So it's much easier this way with a half dose or half a gram, 500 milligrams twice a day with the ascorbic acid. So what happened, the next month she was on this, and they checked her urine. She had uh, some a little bit of white cells in there. They cultured it, no bacteria, killing off all the bacteria. The next month, same thing, no bacteria, no infection. So that is working beautifully, and it has been working beautifully. And for you guys that have tried antibiotics and antibiotics haven't worked, this is an option. Also, another option, and I was going to talk about this later, is D-mannose. D-mannose is actually a sugar that doesn't work like a sugar, in the body, it's not absorbed, it passes through the urine. And what this does, it inhibits the adhesions of the bacteria to the lining of the bladder. So you take D-mannose, 500 milligrams. For most people, they need at least two or three capsules twice a day. Now, you, for most, three. Some, if they have a bad bladder infection, four capsules, 500 milligrams twice a day. And then drink plenty of water. And what that does, that is a uh, just a sugar that keeps the E. coli from adhering to the bladder wall. Now, most of the bacteria that cause bladder infections are E. coli, 75 to 90% in most cases. And women, you say, I've never had a bladder infection. Well, about 50% of women experience at least one bladder infection in their lives. 
most women experience this on their honeymoon. We call it honeymoon cystitis. And I'll never remember, um, I'll never forget, my wife and I were in Texas, South Padre Island, for our honeymoon, and we went to Mexico over the border. And every, we would go to these little markets, and everyone would say, hey, honeymooners, honeymooners. And my wife would say, how do they know we're on our honeymoon? <laughs> and I said, man, they say that to everybody. But anyway, what happens is when, um, when women are newly married, and also a lot of my patients, when after intercourse, women tend to get bladder infections. And so what, hap- what is so good to prevent this, and I put so many of my women on this, is you just get your D-mannose, 500 milligrams, you take three capsules with eight ounces of water after intercourse, and guess what? You'll probably never have another bladder infection. It's that simple. So there's answers for those women that are listening, and you go, man, I get UTIs all the time. And you're having to call, you know, the doctor, you know, to get an antibiotic. It's not a good idea to always have to need an antibiotic because you'll start resisting it and you'll build up resistance to it. So you want to avoid the antibiotics at all costs if you can. If you can. That's why I love that's the D-mannose. That right. is not an antibiotic. It's a sugar that's not absorbed like a sugar. It passes into the urine, and it, it's kind of like a slippery slide for the lining of the bladder where the bacteria can attach. So it's and really neat thing. how it works. And another thing that works really well is called AZO. AZO standard, which is cranberry. Cranberry. It's over the counter. You get it at CVS or Walgreens. But but you know what that has in it? What? The active ingredients, D-mannose. Okay, same thing. That makes sense. It's the same thing. But the AZO is a inexpensive It's really AZO. It's It's pronounced AZO. But my wife calls it AZO because it sounds better. It's AZO. It's AZO. But go ahead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, it's in a red capsule. And you want it's got the the not red capsule the cap is red <laughs> cap and the is bottle red. is the label's red. I, how do I? But know it's this? over the counter because she's because I have it for one years. in every one of our properties. <laughs> she I keep does. it because I used to get them all the time. The other and you take and ladies you want to take four to start with. That's if right. you're starting to get a symptom, go ahead and take four with lots of water. But still, the most important thing, women, is water, water. not tea and That's not right. coffee. Those dehydrate. That's right. Water is the key. Flushing out the bacteria. The other thing I started doing, which I has I've never had one since, is I take a product called Celgevity. Exactly. Amazing. This Celgevity is a supplement I take every day of my life, and I have, and it has been. It's amazing what it does for 15, bladder infections. 10, 15 years, and I've never right. had a bladder. And you used to get them all the time. This product is, and D-Manos are the two most amazing products. You can call our office and get the number where to order that cell jab. It's not mine. I helped develop that like 15 years ago. But again, it's my my company. Right. But it's a great product. We don't sell it on our website, but we can give you a 1-800 number. You can call and order it. And uh, let me just give them one other thing that really helps protect most women against this, bladder infections, is most women start to get these around 50, 60, 70, 80. As you get older, you're more susceptible because the lining of the vagina and the lining around the urethra gets thinner, and so bacteria can more easily penetrate and get up into the urethra and into the bladder. Now, hormone replacement therapy, and we use this bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, estriol vaginal cream. Estriol is one of those three forms of estrogen, but it's one one hundredth as strong as estradiol, which can fuel breast cancer, uterine cancer, 
ovarian cancer, but the estriol is protective. And so we just have my women use just three milligrams of the estriol vaginal cream, usually three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Some need it five days a week. And that protects so many of my women from bladder infections. Now, if you need that, you need to go see your doctor. Yeah, your doctor or, or you. my nurse practitioner can do that. Uh, you have to see yes. him as a patient right. to be established to get a, a script. Now, also, for you women who have had breast cancer, and I've had a lot of women have had breast cancer, we use just a little bit of testosterone cream, like 0.5 to 1 milligram of the cream, again, in the, on the labia, at least three to five days a week. Some women need it seven days a week, which is fine. And that little teeny amount doesn't raise estrogen levels, but it protects that tissue and keeps that tissue healthy so you're less prone for bladder infection. works amazing for so many women. So we have now some Don, wonderful options. Now, Don, while we're talking about this, and, and it, it hit me because I know people are listening, if a man gets a bladder infection, what's the deal there? Then he's got to get his prostate checked, Mary. Usually men don't get bladder infections. Men get prostate infections, usually due to an, or due to an enlarged prostate that causes urinary retention. And that urine sits in there, doesn't it? And when men's prostates get large, many times they grow internally and crimp off the flow of urine. So the urine's unable to totally eliminate. Yeah, eliminate from the bladder. So you have urine sitting in the bladder and it gets infected. And so if a man is getting a bladder infection, it's either his prostate or his bladder's not con uh, completely emptying and he needs to put, take some natural supplements, what I put, which I put them on our ultimate prostate supplement, usually two twice a day. I also use pumpkin seed extract, 1,000 milligrams, two twice a day. And I use a special vitamin E called gamma E that's prostate protective, uh, two a day. So that protects men from infections, but you got to empty that bladder. But if they do get an infection, they usually need an antibiotic. It's usually the prostate. And for them, they can use just doxycycline, 100 milligrams twice a day. It also works on bladder infections. We cultured, of course. Well, that's really good for women listening to this podcast for their husbands to sure. know this. Sure, exactly. That's really good. Because if they are, they need to see a doctor yeah. and yeah. get checked and so maybe see a urologist. Yes, as a woman. Right. So it's completely different. Totally husband. different. Yeah. Men aren't supposed to get bladder infections unless they got a big old prostate or infection okay. in the prostate. That's it. All right. Okay, now those are the key things for bladder infections. It's that simple. Now I'd like to kind of move over into kidney stones and bladder stones. Yeah. Because this is something we're seeing more and more are kidney stones and bladder stones, especially now, kidney stones. I used stone. to have a roommate when I went to Rama, when mm -hmm. I was in Rama Bible College. I had a roommate, her name was Stacy. She had literally lost one of her kidneys. They had had to remove oh, one of wow. her kidneys That's serious. because she had such chronic, chronic kidney stones all the time that My it literally goodness. blocked up one of her oh, kidneys. She ended yeah. up losing one. And of that's her what happens if you don't if you don't take care of and get rid of these stones. Now, what was amazing to me, mm -hmm. and this is I remember you were in medical school. And Stacy was sitting there, and she used to make every morning go in and make a big pitcher of tea, a full pitcher of tea. And that would be her drink throughout the whole day. Oh, wow. And you came and you said, Stacy. <laughs> oh, my. This is why you have kidney, kidney stones. stones. <laughs> well, Mary, let me explain that was an why. aha moment. First of all, about 60% of kidney stones are due to calcium oxalate stones with calcium and oxalic acid. Foods that are high in oxalic acid are especially tea. 
chocolate, green tea, black tea, but also the, some of the healthiest veggies known to man, such as kale, spinach, turnip greens, mustard greens. Those are high oxalic acid foods. And if you eat a lot of those foods and you take in a lot of cheese, a lot of milk, a lot of ice cream, you are going to have, you're going to be more prone to a calcium oxalate stone, especially if they run in your family. Now, what do you do to prevent that? Number one, decrease your oxalic acid foods. You say, oh, no, I can never have tea again. I can never have chocolate. You can't take chocolate away from a woman. Chocolate is that love. It's, it's that love hormone. It helps to increase the uh, love brother. of a woman. It's going to make a woman sweeter. <laughs> you give her chocolate, but just give her the dark chocolate, low sugar. But here's what you do. This is so simple. This is so easy. I wish I'd known this years ago. But what you do is you want to take citric acid or lemon juice. Lemon juice. And you notice every time we go out for dinner, Mary, you know what I get? Two lemons in your water. She knows water. this. Or limes. Okay. Oh, and lime and lemon contain citric acid. Citric acid I put is the, the lemon in my tea for that reason. Well, I thank sure God you do that now yeah. because it's the citric acid in the lemon and the lime that literally dissolves the calcium oxalate, prevents it from forming a stone. And they actually developed a product they sell on TV and on the radio now. It's called Kidney Cop, C-O-P, meaning calcium oxalate protector. And the ingredients in it are real simple. They have citric acid. That's the main ingredient that protects them against kidney stones. And citric acid is, helps to dissolve the kidney stones, reduces the ability of calcium oxalate crystals to grow, and increases the pH. And it also contains a little magnesium. It contains five ingredients, but the key ingredient is citric acid. For you that want to spend even less money on that, just squeeze lemon or lime in there. I squeeze at least two nice little lemon wedges in my water all the time. And also, you're going to see how it also prevents gallstones when we talk about that on the next podcast. But what's so exciting is there's an ingredient that you can get at, on Amazon or online. You can't get this in the store anywhere. I've searched for it. It's called Alka-Seltzer Gold. Alka-Seltzer, not the pop-pop fizz-fizz for aspirin. This is Alka-Seltzer Gold. Gold, G-O-L-D. This contains potassium citrate and potassium bicarbonate and sodium bicarbonate. So it acts just like an Alka-Seltzer. I take one tab and I just plop it in four ounces of water every morning. I do this every morning and it, and it plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Okay, but no aspirin in it. And what that does, that, that citric acid will dissolve kidney stones, gallstones. You say, why do you do that? Because I had a heat stroke years ago and I went into kidney failure. And one of the most powerful things that protects your kidneys is this citric acid. And so I've been doing this for years. It also keeps your urine pH at that almost perfect level of 7.0 to 7.5. And it also helps with your bones, keeps your bones strong. It keeps inflammation at bay. And it helps to protect keeping that pH alkalinized on the alkaline side, just barely alkaline, helps protect your joints from arthritis. So I do it especially for its kidney protective functions. I see a lot of people with kidney disease. A lot of patients come to me because we can many times halt it and even sometimes start reversing kidney failure. So what we do for those is I go back to that product. I use my Alka-Seltzer Gold, one little tablet and four ounces of water twice a day. But for me, I just take it once a day. Not two, but just one pill. And then I also recommend that Celgevity for its 
kidney protective properties. And I take that every day, too, because of, my, of the weak kidneys I used to have. Now, my kidneys are strong. And I also use other kidney protective measures, such as some antioxidants and some powerful nutrients, and especially my olive oil that I use, high polyphenol olive oil, like Hermus, H-E-R-M-U-S, high polyphenol olive oil. Wonderful for you. But we're kind of getting off the subject. Let's go back to what we do to, you know, to prevent kidney stones. Number one, we got to know what kind of stones most people have. The stones are usually divided into, you know, calcium oxalate stones, which are the vast majority. There are also calcium phosphate stones. Then there's triple phosphate stones from infections. When people have chronic pyelonephritis and chronic kidney infections, they tend to get these staghorn calculi or the bacteria produce stones. And so. And I have to tell you, I've never had one, but man, I've talked to people whew. who have. They, they, these are, I've these had are women terrible. say, no, it is far worse than childbirth. Yes, and then uric acid stones from gout, usually, so you got to keep the uric acid down. Or for you with gout, taking allopurinol or xyloprim protects you from those. And then cysteine stones, those are your main stones. Now, like I say, to prevent stones, the vast majority of calcium oxalate. So just taking lemon or lime in your water a few times a day or Alka-Seltzer Gold or Kidney Cop, any one of those, will protect you from it. Okay, so that's that simple. Just go to kidneycop.com. I don't sell it. It's just online. That works. Or Alka-Seltzer Gold or lemon. I just use lemon. prevention, folks, prevention, prevention. It'll save you just hospitalization and all kinds of Exactly. And, and then and then it's water, amazing. Mary. Water, 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 water. water just water, like water. with bladder infections, yep. the key to preventing kidney stones, drinking plenty of water. I'm a coffee lover. Coffee protects you against so many diseases, including Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and gallstones. But also what it does is coffee will cause dehydration and can precipitate in some people kidney stones. So what every day my nurse has on my desk, a big, huge mug of water that I've got to drink by the end of the day. Gotcha. And they, so I always drink that big glass. It's like at least a quart of water that I drink and by the end of the day. it counters the three cups of coffee. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Because I love my coffee. I Coffee's know. brain food. I know. Okay. So anyway, water is the key. Now, a lot of soda will contribute to kidney stone formation. A lot of salt, dehydration, salt will contribute to it. A lot of protein, excessive protein can contribute. But here's how you prevent kidney stones. We talked about the first and probably my favorite way is just having that squeeze of lemon or lime. I always have two wedges of lemon in my water mm-hmm. whenever, every time whenever we go out. It's also a lot of people will do this in the morning. They'll wake up and they'll squeeze a quarter to a half a lemon in water. And they'll add some apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon, to a glass, you know, uh, 12, 16 ounces of water. And the apple cider vinegar contains, it has chelating agents that help to break down a stone. And I got to tell you something. We were in California recently for a brief vacation. And we went to a restaurant and they brought us limes at this Mexican restaurant. Oh, my, that was amazing. (laughs) You know what, folks? I have to tell you, since we're talking about lemons and limes. We love them. (laughs) I have never, ever (laughs) in my life tasted a more amazing lime than I did in that restaurant. That was Javier's in Laguna uh, Laguna Beach. I actually had the waiter go get me a whole bowl of them. I put them in my (laughs) purse, wrapped them up in a napkin, because I said, I want to 
Be, These are the biggest limes biggest, I've ever seen. The just, most tasty now, limes ever. If you're listening ever. to this podcast and you're in California and you have those jumbo limes oh and you want to send me some, yeah. I will love you, love you, love you. Because Don and we'll I will trade actually, you for anything, collagen, whatever. <laughs> bring me some of those jumbo limes for California. No, this is no joke. I didn't know that lime could taste so good. Oh, you're right, Mary. These little bitty. Limes that we get are okay, and I'm thankful for them. I know. We, those week we get in Florida and Texas. We go to California, and oh, my goodness. We go to Yosemite and places like that. We get those jumbo limes, you and they are delicious. You haven't tasted lime till you've tasted those jumbo it's limes. It's amazing. It's the true. difference in the I, taste it is like, it, I, it was like dessert. It was dessert. It was. My taste I had like were going four nuts. glasses of water with uh, a half a lime in each glass. <laughs> okay. I did too. Anyway, so much But anyway, going back to what helps to dissolve kidney stones or prevent kidney stones, Vinegar, apple cider vinegar, Mary, contains acetic acid. It's a mild acid that softens and breaks down and dissolves kidney stones. So a lot of my patients who are stone formers will take a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, a couple of squeezes of lemon, put it in a big old glass of water, you know, about 10 ounces to 12 ounces to 16 ounces, and drink it every morning. And they feel amazing. They, they swear that that is the best thing that flushes their systems out and protects them from kidney stones. So ju- that's just simple things we can do. Very inexpensive. Apple cider vinegar is dirt cheap. Lemons and limes are dirt cheap. But anyway, let's talk about what else protects us against kidney stones. Limiting foods high in oxalic acid, like we talked about. And for you that are tea lovers, uh, chocolate lovers, spinach lovers, kale lovers. I have people that eat kale every meal, mm-hmm. and they are some of them are stone formers. So they've got to some have to reduce it, or they have to take kidney cop or the Alka Seltzer Gold or lemon with every meal, or else they're going to form stones. Okay, so oxalic acid. That's remember about sixty percent of stones are oxalic acid. Now one caveat you need to know is if you are a stone former and you are going to the restroom and you're, you're and you're trying to pass the stone. You want to use a pair of nylon hose or a tea strainer and urinate through it to catch it. Now, I had a patient years ago. He was in the bathroom, and all of a sudden, he started burning and burning. He started yelling, screaming. He passed the stone. It fell in the urinal. He didn't have a strainer, and he was trying to you know, get the stone out, and the people in the bathroom were thinking the guy had lost his mind. But he got the stone. The reason is you got to get the stone, send it to the lab, have it analyzed. Because the vast majority of stones are calcium oxalate stones. So cal- they know how to treat it. Oh, yeah. With then the we'll, kind of exactly. stone it is. Yeah, I if it's you. a calcium oxalate stone, so it's, simple. It doesn't matter. Simple, yeah. Oh, let me get this real straight. Just because you've had a kidney stone, they don't treat all kidney stones the same? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Saying? If it's a calcium oxalate stone, certain things really help those. Kidney cop, Alka-Seltzer gold, okay. lemons and limes apple cider vinegar, and, of course, water. If it's a calcium phosphate stone, it, doesn't, it works okay but not as good. But apple cider vinegar will still help, and so will the citric acid dissolve it. If it's a uric acid stone from gout, it's not going to work at all. Oh. That those stones are like a cockaburra. They're like us. They're yeah. like they're they're like spines on the stone, so they really hurt, and those people bleed a lot. So you look and at it; it's got little points on oh, it. Oh yeah, or spikes on it. It's kind of like the coronavirus with spikes oh my on it, gosh, but it like, just goes through it and tears your ureter. Makes me think of the gladiators with that. Ball yeah, exactly with the ball. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Through your urinary tract. Now that's people <laughs> with gout get those kind of stones. Those oh, are wow. painful. Simple, simple remedy: take allopurinol or xylopram. 
What? You, Say that again. It's a medicine called allopurinol or xylopram, usually 300 to 450. If it's a big man, sometimes I have to use 600 milligrams a day, and it protects them and prevents them, and then drink plenty of water. It's that simple. Wait a minute. When you say it protects them, if they've got it, does it cure it? No, they're going to have to pass it, and it's going to hurt like the dick. So there's nothing you can do to dissolve it if you have that one? No, the urologist, now I'm going to talk to you. That's a very good question. There is a way to help pass it. And what we do, it's called a Coke flush. For this one? Yeah, the for, all them, for all of them. All for all of them. For all stones, all four stones. No. Yes, it's called the Coke flush. Now, again, we recommend you go and get, uh, uh, this, again, has helped a lot of patients over the last 30 years that we've been doing this. Wow. Before, they used to have a Coke or a Pepsi with uh, Splenda instead of NutraSweet. I hate NutraSweet, and I hate sugar. You could use regular Coke, but it's just too much sugar. But the key that's but it in the Coke, diet. it works with Diet Coke, but try and get one with Splenda. It's less toxic than the sugar and it's, it's much less toxic short, than yeah, NutraSweet. It is. You're right. You could do this, add. but a lot of people if freak out. Kind of pain, I know, but they freak out when I tell them Diet Coke with NutraSweet because it's, oh, my gosh, you're going to hurt my memory. But no, anyway, I'm just saying, what, well, for a short, short period. period, it won't. Okay, now, what is called the Coke flush, and you're going to have to get 12-ounce cans of Cokes, and you're going to have to take— 12-12? No, you're going to have to get six cans six of Coke. Six cans of 12-ounce Coke. Okay. Right. And so you're going to—first, it's a you drink your Coke, and then every 20 minutes, you drink the a next can. Coke. Yeah, until all ounce. six cans are gone. And then, in the meantime, when you start this, you want to get some asparagus. We love asparagus grilled, but you're not going to grill it. You're going to boil it, or you're going to steam it, four to six ounces. Or if you hate steamed asparagus, you juice it in a juice man junior or a juicer. And you simply boil it, steam it, and then you puree it. And so you want to drink your Coke, a can of Coke, every 20 minutes for six cans. And then after that, you drink your asparagus four to six ounces pureed asparagus that's been cooked or juiced asparagus, either one. And then after that, you drink two large cups, about 12-ounce cups of distilled water right after that. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen. The Coke has phosphoric up. acid. <laughs> well, if you hate asparagus, you will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, so some people Make have yourself, to juice put it. it down. Well, let me the explain. Pain. And that, this is what's pain happened. Some of my patients had vomited after the pureed asparagus. So I said, just juice it. It's easier. You won't vomit that. Okay. Now, after this, what happens is the phosphoric acid in the Coke, remember when you have all that gook on your car battery and you pour a Coke on it and it eats it away? Well, the Coke contains phosphoric acid that dissolves kidney stones. You are just dumping a ton of phosphoric acid and it's dissolving the stone, unless it's a giant stone. Now, if it's a giant stone, I wouldn't do this if it's too big to pass. But for the majority of stones, you'll pass them with this. And then the asparagus helps, it works as a diuretic effect, increases the pressure. So it's kind of like increasing the nozzle in a hose so it just blows the stone on through the urinary tract. And then the still water just acts like more pressure pushing it on through. 
So that is going to work in the vast majority of people if you do it just like that. That now, is the key. If you do that and it still doesn't work, see a urologist. You've got to go yeah. see a doctor. That means it, your stone is too, too big, big to pass, and it could get lodged in your kidney, like yeah. my roommate, and right. lose your kidney. And we don't want that to happen. It'll so please see a urologist in your kidney. This is serious, folks. Listen. Now, what a urologist yeah. does is they use either a basket or a lithotripter. They go up there with a little basket on a catheter and they just put put it up above the stone and then pull it through uh. or they use a lithotriptor it's a stone breaker that just breaks it up and that's it it's nothing to it so that is a simple natural remedy if you have a stone but an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure no kidding and when you have a kidney stone, if it's like delivering one. a baby without a baby, okay? Yeah, and if you've ever <laughs> pain, had one, is. you know, take Don's advice on prevention. And so you'll reduce your chances of ever getting another one. And that, that right there is worth the whole podcast. And I also think. remember, when a lot of people get recurrent kidney stones, right behind those stones can come a kidney infection. Yeah. And so that's why it's so critical to keep, keep the urine flowing. You don't want it to cost your kidney function because a lot of people have diminished kidney function from those kidney stones. And so, mm -hmm. again, protect your kidneys. And the best way to protect them, again, it goes back to the simple thing. Drink water. Use lemon. Get some Alka-Seltzer Gold, which is really inexpensive, but it's really, really good. And then those are the key things. Some apple cider vinegar, if you need to in the morning, is great. Some people do it twice a day or even three times a day because it literally the acetic acid helps dissolve stones. And we're going to be talking about gallstones and how that also helps to dissolve gallstones. So real exciting information. So, again, our next podcast, uh, our next podcast is going to be discussing how to dissolve gallstones. Another thing you can do to prevent kidney stones is decrease your intake of vitamin C. For some people, high-dose vitamin C, which is over 1,000 milligrams twice a day, can precipitate kidney stones. Meaning it can cause it. Yes. So, And that's for some people, not okay. for everyone. Okay. So one study found, for this was from Sweden, found that among middle-aged and older men, those that supplemented with vitamin C were twice as likely to develop kidney stones as those who did not supplement. Okay. So just eat your orange. So, yeah. So that's why I'm saying if you if you eat, not your orange, but your lemon or lime, if you squeeze lemon and lime, you're getting vitamin C and citric acid that dissolves your stone. Okay, Whereas so you're getting when, your vitamin C for yes, taking the supplement. So that's, yeah. that's why I use my lemons. I don't I gotcha. take vitamin C okay. supplements. Also, uh, strange enough, Mary, calcium helps to protect you against kidney stones. A lot of people think, oh, i got to cut my calcium out. No. A study found that men who consumed more calcium, or about a, a 1,200 milligrams a day, were more protected against kidney stones than men who consumed less calcium, or 400 milligrams a day. So that's misleading. You think a calcium stone is caused by eating more calcium, but it's just the opposite. Yeah. Okay. The uh, calcium, what happens is dietary calcium binds with oxalic acid, in the gut, which prevents it from being absorbed. So calcium actually protects people from kidney stones. Okay, cut back on salt. A diet high in salt is linked to an increased risk of kidney stones in everyone. And the best way to cut back on salt is to cut, out process, cut way back on processed or packaged foods and limit your salt or sodium intake to 2,300 milligrams or less. I say less. Another way to prevent kidney stones, increase magnesium. Magnesium, most about 50% of people don't take in enough magnesium. So we have a supplement, chelated magnesium, 200 milligrams per capsule. Take about 400 milligrams a day. 
or nuts. Nuts are high in magnesium. Have a handful of nuts once or twice a day and you get all the magnesium you need. Another is eating less animal protein. Animal protein tends to cause a lot of people, with, especially that have gout, to form uric acid stones. And the worst protein is red meat, pork, and shellfish for forming stones in those people with gout. Now, those are the keys that we need. There's a lot of other information, but they're minor compared to this. Yeah, Don, this is great information, and I hope you've enjoyed listening. I know it's a lot of information. Listen to it over and over again, and that's how you'll learn it. And his recommendations will really go in because we know this is a lot of information to feed to you. But be sure and share our podcast and go to drcolbert.com and take a look at our products and other podcasts that we offer. When you order our products, you are a partnership with us and what we are trying to do to communicate natural, preventive ways so that you and your family and your loved ones can walk in divine health. Amen. God bless y'all. Till next time.